What's up, wrestling fans? Welcome to episode number 316 of the Smart Out Moments Smack Talk Podcast. I am your host, as always, Tony Mango, and this is the Hot Tags edition of the week, where I'll be breaking down some of the current events, rumors, news, gossip, and pretty much anything else that I felt like we should be talking about that went down in the world of professional wrestling and sports entertainment in the past couple of days. You can hear that I am slightly better and not as stuffy and coughing up uh, my insides as I was the past couple of days and stuff. Still a little bit off, but uh, that makes it a little bit easier to be able to do this and not have to stop the recording a hundred different times and uh, edit things a lot more and stuff. So hopefully a little bit more lively discussion this time around. (laughs) And uh, you can hear a little bit of a cough there, a little bit. But um, yeah, so that's what we're dealing with today. And we don't really have too much to talk about uh, as far as like the length of a lot of uh, things on the list goes. But there are some interesting things to talk about for those couple of things. First things first, then we need to get one of these out of the way. That's just a quick weird story. Enzo Amore is having problems with the Delaware DMV because of his signature. At first, I was like, wait a minute, what? What what the hell's going on here? And I watched, uh, or watched, I, yeah, I watched an image. That's what they call them nowadays. I looked at an image of the whole thing, and I can totally get it. The reason why is he basically just draws a dick. And uh, it's really interesting that he tries to make the argument that that is an E and an A for his real name's Eric Arndt. Uh, I don't know why they would allow that if that were the case, because it's not even close to a signature, but it's very Enzo. Uh, so I, I can't put that as my thumbnail. Uh, if you know about the way that YouTube has been operating these past couple of months, uh, you you can't get away with like anything anymore for the most part. Even that play the game episode that we did recently, where I stood uh, started the whole superstar or porn star thing, that's already been flagged as inappropriate that you can't monetize. So yeah, can't put a uh, dick signature as the thumbnail, and I'm not going to link to it either because maybe that's the case. Maybe even me just talking about it is going to end up being a problem like that. But you can see in the Description below, I just have problems with signature, that kind of a thing. So that's what it is. Uh, I suggest going ahead and uh, looking at it online because it's pretty funny. But yeah, if I were the uh, Delaware DMV, or anywhere for that matter, I would be like, no, you need to redo this. That's clearly not your signature, you know. Uh, I hope that he is not signing that for autographs for little kids and stuff. Uh, That would be very, very awkward and a huge potential lawsuit in the making, but... Uh, that was like the weirdest story that came around this week that I have come across at the very least. Uh, keep in mind uh, as well, whenever I talk about the hot tags and stuff, if I if there's something that I miss, drop them in the comments below and tell me about it. Uh, maybe I missed it entirely. Maybe I just kind of felt like it wasn't worth talking about or maybe I wanted to kind of continue that conversation another time. Like, uh, for instance, I know that everybody's going to go, well, you didn't talk about the women's Royal Rumble match announcement. Uh, no, it's not on the docket for this, even though Raw just ended, you know, uh, an hour ago. So the reason why I'm not going to be talking about that here is because I'm going to be talking about that all the way leading up until the Royal Rumble. And mostly I want to save a lot of that conversation for the actual Royal Rumble predictions talk. And, you know, that kind of 
is something that I tend to write a lot of articles about, and I tend to incorporate that in a lot of other things too. So I get a little tired of saying the same kind of things over and over again. Like you're going to hear me ad nauseum say, unless something weird happens with uh, SmackDown tomorrow night, Shinsuke Nakamura is my pick for the Royal Rumble. I think he's going to win. If he doesn't, Roman Reigns is going to win. It's one of those two. It, it is. And I'm just going to repeat it over and over and over again for like 50 articles and God knows so many podcasts and stuff. So yeah, the women's Royal Rumble thing, that is not something that I'm going to be talking about here. Uh, other than to say Oscar's going to win. But let's talk about the other three topics we've got going on here. I just said that Raw just ended, which means we have another WWE Network special, which was a table for three called Club Extreme for the Hardy Boys and Finn Balor. And ironically, even though I went into this going, uh, all right, well, you got a guy that I think has no real personality in Finn Balor, and then you've got the Hardy Boys, and they don't really have much of a connection, I ended up enjoying it, actually. I thought it was a pretty good episode. Uh, not really too many things stood out that were, like, crazy or anything that you should be aware of, but they did talk about how they had, like, a trampoline wrestling federation and uh, that they sort of piggyback off of certain ideas when it comes to, like, the uh, face paint and stuff. But I recommend checking it out. The whole see it, skip it type thing, I say see it. Again, whenever you get these kind of things, they're about 20 minutes long, so they're not a huge commitment or anything. And if you do like these guys, I think that you'll enjoy it. But even if you don't necessarily, I think you might get something out of it too. Two main topics that we have to talk about here that were part of the thumbnail and everything like that. Uh, one is something that I had mentioned a little bit back before when they trademarked the WWE Mixed Match Challenge. That turned out to be a Facebook watch show that's going to be debuting January 16th at 10 p.m. That means that they're going to push 205 Live back half an hour. So we're going to get SmackDown is going to air from 8 to 10. Then on Facebook Watch, we're going to get this half an hour show. And I'll talk about the details more, uh, what it is in a few minutes. Uh, and then after that's concluded at 1030, that's when 205 Live is going to start. So that means that we're going to get raw people traveling with the SmackDown crew. One thing that's interesting with that is that means raw live event kind of things can't necessarily take place on Tuesday nights without interfering a little bit with that. Uh, you know, the live events could use some of these people, but they don't use all the people. And if it's a tournament, then they can obviously not have like 50 matches per half hour. I'm assuming it's probably going to be two matches for that half an hour, but it could be three. I don't know. And the tournament, of course, is going to go at however long that they plan on doing this and stuff. But we do have, uh, what's it, one, two, three, four, five, six, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Twelve uh, teams are going to be created. So, I mean, you could get like 20 weeks out of that kind of, if you really wanted to, but you can't really do like one match per show. So I'm assuming you've got six weeks for the first round and then three weeks, two weeks, whatever it might be for the second round. And you know, that kind of a thing. Uh, but we have basically, Oh wait, no, they say right here, here you go. I'm uh, bouncing around and I have in my notes, 12 episode series. So, that's how it's going to work. 
Uh, it's single elimination mixed tag team tournament. Um, the teams are not said yet, but we do know the people that should be involved for the most part. On the Raw side, for the women, we have Alexa Bliss, Alicia Fox, Oscar, Bailey, Nia Jax, and Sasha Banks. And for the men, we've got Goldust, Finn Balor, Braun Strowman, The Miz, Enzo Amore, and quote-unquote a final fan vote, but they also kind of spoiled it and said Samoa Joe. So I don't know if that means that the fans don't get to vote necessarily and they are going with Samoa Joe or if they just assume everybody's going to pick Samoa Joe or if maybe that was just a glitch in the system. I don't know. But that's something that I guess I'll clarify a little bit more in the future. On the SmackDown side of things, we do know that we're going to get one fan vote on that because you have to pick a New Day member. So any three, uh, any one of those three could be in the mix. And that is hard to call because Xavier Woods is the mouthpiece. So he's gotten much more popular over these, you know, this little bit of time than he's ever been. But Big E is the weird one. But Kofi has the lineage behind him. He's been a superstar longer than the other ones. So I think more than likely people will probably pick Kofi. But I could see it going anyway. Big E does have his following. Xavier Woods does have his following. So I don't know. I mean, in any fashion, the New Day guys are similar enough that you're not going to get something drastically different. It's not like it's going to be pick a New Day member or, I don't know, uh, Waylon Mercy or something. You know what I mean? Like, that's not the case. But the other men on the guaranteed side of things, unless, of course, there's an injury or something that gets into the way, are Bobby Roode, Shinsuke Nakamura, Rusev, Sami Zayn, and Jimmy Uso. For the women, Becky Lynch, Carmella, Charlotte Flair, Lana, Naomi, and Natalia. Natalia being on this means that her whole, like, I'm going to walk out on the WWE thing. Clearly, that's not going to happen. I didn't think that was necessarily the case either, but that means that she probably isn't taking time off either. And... When you look at these teams, or at least the potential of these teams, you got to assume certain ones are going to go a certain way. I don't think that Lana and Rusev are going to be in this tournament without the idea of them teaming up. That seems like a guarantee. Now, they could do something different. They could say, wouldn't it be interesting if instead of Rusev and Lana and Naomi and Jimmy Uso, if we had Rusev and Naomi and Lana and Jimmy Uso, they could do something like that. And that could be a storyline that works along with that. But I don't think that that's the case. And the other ones, it seems like, of course, we're going to get Nia Jax and Enzo Amore. But Nia and Braun have been posting stuff on social media. Asuka and Goldust? Possibility. I would like to see Asuka with, like, Finn Balor. I think that it would be pretty interesting if we saw... Alicia Fox with Goldust, because that would be pretty crazy. I'd also like to see, like, a baby face like Sasha Banks and The Miz, because I think that The Miz is so tied with Maurice now, he needs to be partnered up with somebody who he can't get along with, and they get eliminated in the first round. I think that that's how this has to work. So if you put him up against anybody else, the only other person on the Raw side that I think that they can have that kind of dynamic is Bailey, but I would really like to see Bailey and Braun Strowman together. That to me seems the most interesting. So I hope that we get Banks, Miz, Bailey, Braun, 
Jax, Enzo, Asuka, Asuka and Balor, I, I like quite a bit. Alexa and Samoa Joe or somebody else, Fox and Goldust. I'd like that for the Raw side. For the SmackDown side, I think it'd be fun Becky Lynch teaming up with a New Day member because they're all kind of goofy. Carmella and Shinsuke Nakamura would be fun to me because it would be kind of the same thing as like the Sasha Banks and Miz thing. Like, you know that they would not get along. I like the idea of Flair and Rude together, the two robes and stuff. That looks like it's a good synergy between those two. And by default, you end up with Natalia and Sami Zayn, two Canadians, two heels. I think that could work. So the weirdest thing about this to me is the way that they're approaching the whole system of it. We know that they have already said no commercials or advertisements. I highly doubt that that's the case because they want to get something out of the deal. So I think that it'll probably just be like, you know, the WWE Mix Match uh, Challenge is sponsored by KFC, KFC, buy the new golden chicken, whatever like that. I think that they'll get those kind of advertisements, but not commercial breaks. They also have said that it's going to have a different filming style with, quote, tighter shots, 360 video, and bolder, brighter graphics. I don't know what to think about that. It could be great, or it could be super weird. So we'll just have to see when it comes to that. But the weirdest thing out of all is the winning team gets $100,000 to support a charity of their choice. It's scripted. They know what charity would be the one that would be winning. So do you purposely set up the charity to be like, hey, you were, say, I don't know, the Red Cross. You're going to be sponsored by Bailey and Braun Strowman. But you're not going to win. So you're not going to get anything. And we really want, like, I don't know, uh, Flair and Rude to win, and that it goes to Connor's Cure. That would seem so strange to me. So I'm thinking more than likely the winning uh, charity gets 100000 and that they had planned this ahead of time. Like, that was already going to be a donation. But that they might also just go, and you know what, and every other charity gets $10,000 or something like that. So that way they've given away a lot. Uh, at that point, it would be what, like 200,000 or something like that. Uh, so I think that that's what they could do, but it does seem very awkward to script something that's going to go to charity. So I don't know really how they get around that issue. Uh, if you got any suggestions, leave them in the comments below. But I do think that this could be potentially kind of fun and something also that maybe after a week or so doesn't necessarily seem all that great. So we will just have to see if it's uh, all that interesting or if it flops. And I'm going to go into it with at least a little bit of uh, positivity. And, you know, mixed, match, uh, mixed tag team matches are not my favorite thing. So I'm not super, super excited for it, but it's something different and I'll give it a shot. Why not? I think that everybody else should too. Our final story is something that I am not the most qualified person to talk about because I am not a big football fan, but it does revolve around something WWE related, so it's something that we do need to talk about because there are some huge ramifications for how this could end up working out. 
basically what this is, is some kind of contradictory opinions. So we need to kind of take some of this with a little bit of a grain of salt. However, it seems like it's pointing in one direction. Vince McMahon has started Alpha Entertainment, which is going to be separate from WWE. This is going to be his non-WWE related material uh, for like entertainment kind of projects and stuff like that. VKM uh, Ventures, I think it's what it's called, is kind of like the the overall perspective uh, thing that he kind of like manages and Alpha Entertainment could be some kind of like offshoot of that. I, I don't really know about the logistics behind that, but they, in June or July or whatever it was in the summer, they had looked into trademarking and, you know, bringing back potentially the XFL, the Extreme Football League. That is very interesting. And now it seems like what they did was they probably went through the process of looking into this. And the way that we haven't seen Vince around as much is he's probably been working on this quite a bit. And Triple H and Stephanie and everybody else have been kind of operating WWE. He has trademarked the UFL, the United Football League. Oddly enough, also the URFL. I'm not too sure what that's supposed to mean. United R Football League. What would the R stand for? United Regional Football League, something like that? I don't know. But the United Football League, what that seems to be leading towards is the 25th anniversary of Raw coming up in January is the target day where we might get an announcement behind this. Right now, they're saying that they have nothing to announce. And you would think that maybe that that would make sense because if that is a big episode of Raw, they're going to get a lot of attention. A lot of people are going to be watching that because it's, you know, right around the Royal Rumble and you're going to bring back John Cena and you're going to bring back, well, John Cena's coming back for the Christmas show, but you know that he's going to be on the, the anniversary too. Most likely The Undertaker, most likely Shawn Michaels, most likely uh, Goldberg. You could see Steve Austin popping up, you know, a lot of different people like that you're going to get a pretty good rating. You know, you're not going to get like 7.8 or something like that. You're going to get still around somewhat close to what you're getting now, but you're going to get a better rating than you would normally. That would be a good time to say, look, Monday Night Raw is 25 years old. We clearly know what we're doing as far as how to, you know, keep longevity with that. We've got a lot of different projects that we've worked on over the years. Some of them bad, some of them good. I'm not going to say that though. And they're not going to be like, you know, we had some bad ones. Um, and our next big venture is going to be the UFL, the United Football League. Woo! And the whole bunch of crowd goes, huh? <laughs> you know, that's probably the reaction that they'll get. But we could see this happening. And one of the things that I find particularly curious is a lot of the people that are reporting on this say they think that it's inspired by Donald Trump. Uh, I think that this is grasping for straws a little bit, but... I thought it was kind of interesting, so I think that we should talk about it. Some people are saying that they think the reason why this is the case and that they're starting up this football league is because Trump is so critical of the whole kneeling down during the national anthem thing, which I could see that being the case if later on this story checks out where like the rule of the UFL is if you do that, that you're fined thousands of dollars or something like that. But we might not get the UFL for a good long time. This could just be a flat out normal announcement of it's coming. 
And it might not be two years before we get something actually happening. I would think more than likely, though, if they are going to announce this in January, they're probably looking for some kind of 2018 uh, schedule. But you got to build teams. You got to train people. You got to, you know, do a whole lot of things. And would they target some kind of like, uh, I don't know, like a summer season? If that's the case, that's way too early, I think. I mean, I don't know how these things work out, but I would think that would be way too early. Maybe summer 2019. I would think more than likely, though, it would be fall 2018, but you never really know. And you can't go head-to-head with the NFL. It's not going to work. You can be as prideful as you want to be, but you're not going to be able to do it. That was one of the issues with the XFL. And some people find it hard to accept an alternative. And that happens with WWE people, too. I mean, there's people that, for instance would never bother watching something like Wrestle Kingdom or never give something like Impact the Shot because to them, WWE is the only thing. I've tried watching some of these products and I don't like them, so that's why I just watched WWE, but I will watch Wrestle Kingdom. We'll talk about that in the mailbag. But the NFL is God as far as football is concerned. The uh, NBA is God as far as basketball is concerned. The, NF- uh, the NHL, God as far as hockey is concerned. It just, you know, the more than anything, it seems like baseball is the one that like people are a little bit more willing to sort of look at some outside stuff, but it's, you either have the actual like NFL or you have college football. Then you get like the high school football and stuff like that. But those are the three tiers and there's more attention on the NFL than there is on the college. And there's more attention on the college than there is on the high school level. And then there's more attention on the high school than Pee Wee and, you know, whatever the case may be like that. But I don't think that there's room for another football league. And I think that you see like the lingerie football league has it's a little bit of a niche, but uh, it's not like a mainstream type thing. And the United football league at least with the XFL, there was some kind of reason for it, it seems. You know, like an edge. It was like, well, this is like the hardcore version of football. I don't know about the United Football League. That doesn't strike me as being something different. That strikes me as just a knockoff, kind of. But they have literally not announced anything. So that's me being purely speculative, just based off of the rumors and reports of a trademark. So you have to take that into mind. The United Football League could be just one of the trademarks. They could be going with a different name. They could be not even actually doing anything with this at all. This could just be a trademark that they did because they don't want somebody else to own that. Maybe the United Football League is going to be an animated series. Maybe it's going to be like an indoor football thing where they tour around the country and... Uh, you know, you, you get people from different sports and it's like a celebrity type thing. Who knows what this could end up being? It could be a whole different multitude of different things, but I would assume that it would probably just be, look, we're trying to be the NFL. And I don't think that that can work, but you never know. It's worth a shot. And even though I am not a big sports person, no matter what it is, I'll check out the first episode or the first game or the first match or whatever they're going to call these kind of things. 
And for the people that are very, very, I, I guess you could say just a big fan. I don't know what the word I was going to go for there. If you are super into the NFL, what do you think about this? If you have the UFL as an alternative, is that something that you're interested in? Or do you get enough football and you don't want any more? Because it does seem to me like if you're into sports, you're kind of one thing or the other. You either follow just what you like and that is it. Like you are like, oh man, I am super into baseball and like the Phillies are my fucking team and I will watch every Phillies game, but I couldn't give a shit whatsoever about soccer. Or you're on the opposite end of the spectrum where you are somebody who likes everything and you will strike up a conversation with anybody over any kind of sport. You follow every team that you can. You have your teams that you like out of all the different leagues. And, you know, if somebody says like, all right, let's talk about hockey. You can talk about it for two hours and then they go, all right, let's transition over to high lie. And you can talk about it for fucking 10 minutes or something like that. It seems like it's, you know, you're either one of those two kind of sides of things or you're somebody like me who goes like, eh, I can see why people like it, but I don't. So I don't know. Uh, the people that are more into sports, let me know what your opinion is because I'm coming to it from a perspective of somebody who is not that into sports and that might be completely different. So, I like the idea a little bit. I'm hesitant to really trust that it's going to go too far, but who knows? Either way, we should know a little bit more into January, so it shouldn't take too long, a couple more weeks, and then we'll get some kind of an answer, because if they don't announce anything on the uh, Raw anniversary show, then more than likely, there isn't going to be an announcement for a little while. And uh, I... I'm, of course, going to be talking about whatever I'm going to be talking about like that when that happens. But I will tell you well enough in advance, you're not going to see live coverage of the UFL from me on SmartCoutMoment.com. The UFL, if it does get a whole live coverage thing on the website, somebody else is going to have to cover it. Maybe I'll get Wes to cover it or something like that. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that is uh, the breakdown of the hot tags for this week, everybody, at least as far as... 12.30 in the morning on uh, Tuesday is concerned. Who knows if we're going to get anything else. But if we do, of course, as I mentioned before, anything else you guys want me to talk about, drop them in the comments section below. Or as an alternative thing, if you have the time to do it really, really quickly, send in a mailbag question because we do have the mailbag coming up on Wednesday. And I'm going through my answers right now in preparation for that. I don't know who's going to be joining me for that episode. Uh, it might just be me and Callum. It might be me and some of the other people. I'm assuming it might just be me, actually. Uh, actually, no, I think it's going to be me and Callum. Uh, whatever the case may be, uh, try to send those in as soon as you possibly can. If you don't get them in, in ahead of time, then the next mailbag is going to be coming up at the end of January, so you got a little bit of a holdover when it comes to that, but the you know 17th or the 31st, whenever those editions are, that is kind of like where we're uh, looking for the January mailbag and stuff, but... Following the mailbag for this week and, you know, the whole December breakdown, we've got the 2017 awards, the Smart Out Moment Awards. I'll most likely be recording those on Saturday. So that is another thing that you should be aware of. Vote on the Smack Talk section pretty much now. I'm going to shut that poll off Friday. So after that point, none of the votes will count necessarily. 
But even when that gets taken down, then you will be still be able to tell us what your lists are for the WWE section of that, since that's not something that you actually vote on. But I'll be recording that on Saturday, and I will be posting that sometime the week after the holiday is finished. You know, that little bridging gap between the 25th and the 1st. I'm assuming the 27th is when I'm going to post it, maybe the 28th, I'm not too sure. But that is the stuff that you've got to look forward to coming up next. Then when 2018 rolls along, we get the one to watch and the future endeavors forecast. And then who knows what's happening after that. But if you want to be aware of these things when they come out, there are a couple different things that you should be doing. Hit that subscribe button on the YouTube channel and ring the bell for notifications to get those messages of when we do post new videos. I always say, wait, I'm the only one that's doing these things. So <laughs> when I post new videos, uh, you can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter at SmartOutMoment. You could also go, of course, to smartcatmoment.com itself and subscribe to the RSS feed. But that is what you should be aware of. You should also be dropping your comments down in the uh, comment section below. Tell me what you think about these hot tags and anything else that you want to drop your opinions about. And that'll do us in. So thank you for listening to this episode, everybody. I will see you next time. This has been another Smart Out Moment, and I'm being counted out. 